Welcome, welcome, welcome to Leaders World Institute, and we are bringing you the Leaders World today. Hey, it's, mm, I'm so excited. I don't know about you. You want to share this and make sure that your friends and family are tuned in. We are talking strengths leadership today, and with us, we have Maria Meyer and Mayer, and we also have Adegoke Omotola with us. All right. So Maria Mayer is a certified coach, business trainer, speaker, and youth leadership development facilitator. She is the CEO of Step Up and Thrive. Step Up and Thrive. She helps professionals discover and develop personal competencies to ensure sustainable success for themselves and their organizations. She supports development process of conscious leaders, professionals, and organizational teams so that they can broaden their possibilities for achieving success, fulfilling their visions, expanding their thinking, and improving the meaning of their work, building their strengths, and enhance the quality of their relationships with colleagues and partners. After relocating to the USA, Maria had, I just had a conversation with Maria. She was working with Hamilton College. Um, she had been working since 2004, but recently she decided to put in more time and energy in her business. So Maria is collaborating with colleges and she's also collaborating with Hamilton College um, at this time. Maria currently lives in central New York with her husband and four school aged children and a small white furry friend, Lisa. In her spare time, Maria loves spending time with her family, camping or bike riding, listening to podcasts, reading books, serving diverse communities, and knowing she is fulfilling her purpose on earth by helping individuals and organizations create an action plan to accelerate clarity, performance, and results. Ladies and gentlemen, join me. Welcome, Maria Meir. Hi, everyone. Pleasure to be here. Thank you so much, Susan, for having me. Yes, I'm so honored to be here and to talk to you and just being part of this wonderful community. So thank you very much. I look forward to our session together. Yes, Maria, we are so honored and so excited to have you. Um, we know the work you've been doing in the leadership space, and we are so happy that you chose to hang out with us here to just add value to our audiences. We are saying thank you so much. Of course, my pleasure. Honored to be here. Thank you. Yes, and with us as well, we have Adegoke Omotola. He is the CEO of First Degree Consulting, a former banker, having worked with UBA PLC and Fidelity Bank PLC. He is author of Customer Retention and Experiential Approach, published in May 2009 and Practical Selling Skills, published in May 2013. He is a graduate of finance from the University of Lagos, and he holds a master's degree in property valuation and law from the prestigious City University Business School, London. He holds an MBA in management awarded by the University of Lagos. He is a certified customer service trainer from the Service Quality Institute 
uh, Minnesota, USA. He is a certified legacy trainer with the Zig Ziglar Corporation, Dallas, Texas, USA. He is certified with the John Maxwell team as a coach, trainer, and speaker. He is a full member of the Chattered Institute of Personnel Management, a speaker on the platform of Conference Speakers International and Speakers Inc. in South Africa. He recently was conferred as um, a fellow of the Professional Speakers Society of Nigeria. He is a mentor with Fit Foundation, public speaker and life coach. He is happily married with children, ladies and gentlemen. Sir, Adeboke. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Susan. And it's a pleasure sharing the platform with you and uh, my friend as well from Russia, but uh, based in the in the U.S., an amazing lady, um, also had in value in the leadership space. Thank you, Mrs. Maya, for, for joining us as well. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. You know, um, when you hear strength leadership, Maria, what comes to your mind? Like, what immediately comes to your mind? When you hear what? So, sorry. Yes. Strength leadership. Strength leadership. Uh, oh, strength, strength. Well, it comes to my mind is tapping into something that you've been gifted with, that is part of your DNA. And oftentimes, it's hard for us to identify what the strength is. And sometimes people get so carried away into the business of life or whatever the next step is. Like, um, I graduate from high school. I gotta go to college. I get my college degree. I gotta get a job. And oftentimes they forget to pause and reflect and think, what am I really good at? Is this what drives me? Is this my passion? So when I think of strength leadership is, is the, the main point here is identifying what you're good at and what are you passionate about? What is your true calling? And not always um, we get lucky to just pause and reflect and identify that true calling, that true passion that lives within us and just needs to be unleashed. You just used all the powerful words. Thank you. <laughs> a true passion that lives within us that just waits to be unleashed. Ooh, I'm going to come back to all those words. Um, Adego K, when you hear strengths leadership, what immediately comes to your mind? Thank you so much, Susan. I, I believe strengths leadership for me is uh, leadership from a position of uh, adding value. Uh, being a person of influence, uh, not focusing on your weaknesses, but rather escalating that agenda of adding value. So looking for people to get into their community and showing up time and time again, making them uh, unlock the potential and being a person, you know, that's positive and staying engaged. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, wow. So much, so much, so much gold coming from, from you both. Thank you so much for everything you're doing, adding value to these our audiences and the audiences around the world. Listen, you. if you've not shared this, all right, you want to share it. You see how it's going already. You want to share this with your friends and family. Share it on your timeline. Um, and also be ready with your questions because our guests will be glad to answer your questions. That's right. Um, 
Yes, yes. Maria, you said something. You said um, sometimes it's hard to find it. Sometimes it's hard to find mm -hmm. that uh, space where you are gifted, that thing which is part of your DNA and, and what you're really good at. And, and you, you said sometimes people do not just pause and reflect. Like, why is it hard to find that spot of strength? Why is it so? Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's a really good question. Um, well, sometimes just the business of life catches us and or people get stuck in a certain, you can get stuck in a certain track. Like you say, when from my experience of working with students, they select a path and they want to get a degree in something, just maybe because at a certain point of their life, that was their interest. But as we know, we grow and we evolve throughout our lives, and the same happens with our passion. It can, your interest can shift. And so it's important to pause and evaluate, is this really what's giving me fulfillment? Is this something really that's like comes from deep within me and I'm so passionate about that I can do it anytime and don't feel like I have to work and like really, really stress about it because it's my calling, it's my true passion. So that time to pause and reflect is, is important because it gives us space and like mental clarity to just sort things through and evaluate the situation and really identify whether this is a path you should be following and continuing. So from, from what you've been saying, um, I've been getting a clue. I've been getting a clue. You know how they say success leaves clues? I've been getting a clue. The clue of pausing and reflecting. The clue of, of just stopping in your tracks and asking yourself, is this really what I'm good at? Is this really my place of strength? Is this really my purpose? Is this really what I'm called to do? Um, I think, okay, why is this hard to find that place of strength so we can lead from a place of strength? Why, sir? Well, the, the challenge sometimes, you know, I mean, for me, for a number of years, I, I couldn't lead from a place of strength because I wasn't self-aware, you know, so... <sighs> Yeah, so I was self-sabotaging, you know, I, I just believed that I didn't have it, you know, I, I didn't know that there were some skills and some gifts that, you know, were just um, dormant and just lying there waiting for that potential to be unnest. So, uh, and also the, the, the circle of friends I kept, you know, I didn't have someone to validate me. So we all were, you know, living a life of uh, lack of self-awareness but immediately i got into the into the community where i could um you know tap into that uh, connection uh, validation uh, i had someone speak to me i got mentorship uh, then clarity came i was able to connect properly with myself and um, became consistent and how you know went further to engage in collaborations and um that really was a turning point for me. So I think I think self-awareness is very key, um, you know, self-awareness. For a lot of people um, that might also be listening to this session, you might need to, you know, tap into that area of your life. You know, what are those gifts that you have that, you know, people commend you about? What are those things that make you energetic, passionate? You know, you just make, you know, that sweet spot. You know, so it's so important, self-awareness. Thanks. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Okay. If you're like me, you should be writing, right? 
because we want to make sure that you have your takeaways for every session at Leaders World. What do we do? We are building leaders, one leader at a time. If you're that leader today, we want you to take your notes and have your takeaways. You can put them in the chat for accountability. You can write them and show them to a friend. But hey, please do not leave without a takeaway and an action point. Okay. Oh, this brings to mind. Shout out to Oliver. Oliver wrote to me and said, thank you so much for mentoring me through your program. Because of your program, I am writing my 11th book. Awesome. Think, yes, yes. So shout out to you, Oliver, and thank you for that uh, <laughs> testimonial. That truly, it's it's what this is all about. Thank you so much. And I want you to know, um, Maria and Adeboke, that we are all part of that mentorship. Thank we you. are mentoring so many people um, remotely from afar. So everything you're saying is is precious to us so thank you so much for sharing self-awareness you. You, you talked about self-awareness and and that some people do not just have that self-awareness and for you um that self-awareness began to kick in when your circle of friends began to shift that's right your circle of friends friendships began to shift and then your you got mentorship and people spoke into your life and then you develop consistency and then you started broadening your collaborations mm. Listen, for somebody out there that might just be it and you're done for today you just want to go broaden your collaborations. You just want to plug in with a mentor that's going to help you get into that space of self-awareness because every change begins with self-awareness. Mm. You cannot change what you're not aware of, mm. right? Mm. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Thank because you. Because you also talked about how uh, those gifts are dormant. They are there. They are potential. And I think that's exactly what... Um, Maria, Maria was telling us about how it, it's there within you. It's in your DNA, but you need to be able to find it. Mm. Wow. Thank you so much. Um, now, we live in a society where it's very easy to recognize what's not going wrong. Mm. Whether in our children, in our colleagues, in our, like everywhere, even in the nation, on the road, the streets, it's very easy to recognize what's going wrong instead of appreciating what is going right. That's right. How does this, how does this connect with strengths leadership, Maria? Um, yeah, so in, uh, I wanted to continue a little bit on that, your question do it, do it, do it. goes very uh, well <laughs> along with the line that, um, our other guest, uh, sorry, what's your name? Adigoke. Adigoke. It means sorry. climb up. Climb up. Yeah. Okay. Climb up. Step up. Yeah. yeah step up. <laughs> cool. That's a great name. Beautiful. Yeah, thanks. Uh, it goes great with um, what you just um, shared, uh, the law of environment. So who we are surrounded with. And sometimes there can be friends in our circle of influence or even relatives who may not believe in us and mm. they may they may drop a negative comment or your colleagues or somebody in your circle right in the people like maybe one or two people and it doesn't take many it can only take one person and it's enough for us to start that negative self-talk so when you hear the something like oh don't you you're not going to be good at it or or like why would you even try you never did it before 
So it only it may take just one voice speaking into your life and you'll, your belief will kick into the limiting mode and you'll like question, is it really, maybe I shouldn't even try it. Mm. Maybe, maybe this is not my strength. So instead of believing what's in you and you like really feel like you're called to do it and you want to do it just because you feel strong about it and you feel That's like nice. this may be your next successful journey. Sometimes we fall into the trap of believing what other people say or believing the voices we hear or just believing in our self negative self-talk and self-doubt. And that's when the shift can happen that you don't stay in your strength zone. Hmm. Wow, wow, wow. We just needed that, Maria. Thank you. We mm. just needed that. The law of environment. And I like the way you said it. You said um, sometimes it's just that one negative uh, sentence and a limitation kicks in. It just it just kicks in. Mm. And, and I remember Adekoke talked about self-sabotage. And then you start sabotaging yourself and you're wondering, wait, can I really do this? Because of that one voice, that one voice. Listen, friends, who is speaking to you? Who are the voices speaking to you? What is that one voice that has kicked in and paralyzed you, paralyzed your vision, paralyzed your purpose? It's time to unpack what the real situation is so we can deal with it appropriately. Now, Maria, you just opened something, the law of environment. Adegoke, would you like to talk a little bit into that? Well, that's so key, Maria. You know, you, you really hit the nail on the head because uh, I, I, I feel that a lot of people uh, that are not really doing well is because of the environment. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, if the environment that you grew up also determines how uh, successful you're going to become. And if you don't get the right people to speak into your life, you know, you can become a victim of that environment. Mm. You know, you have that, that victim mentality. You know, you want to rise up, but because you are not seeing anything that resonates with what you should see. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, I mean, some of us... Uh, the privilege that we've had of traveling abroad, you know, I remember the first time I went for uh, a course in uh, Minnesota uh, to become a certified customer service trainer. The twin, twin series in Minneapolis, uh, it was mind blowing for me. You know, I said, wow, this is this is awesome. You know, and I got to the, into the right community. I mean, um, people from different countries and just that encounter was mind changing. Yes, yes. It was life-changing. And yes. 11 years after, I can tell you, you know, I've built relationships, uh, gone on to build even bigger relationships. And there was a lady there from Jamaica that taught us, you know, some skills on, you know, in terms of uh, empowering people. Yeah. And she was so self-aware. She was quite young and mm. she was so excited, passionate about life, you know. Immediately, I caught, I caught that fire. I caught that spirit. And, you know, it's it's been, it's just been up and up. You know, so wow. I, I, environment is very important. If I never attended that course, that program, probably I would just still be um, an average person. But it stretched me. You know, the law yes. of the rubber band. My mind was stretched. Yes. I, looked, I looked at myself and I saw myself through that lady. And I said, if this lady can be doing so well, 
you know, I can I can also do it. Yeah, I can also do it. I can mm. also do it. The law of environment. What mm. is your circle of influence? Who are you connecting with? Is it time yeah. to change? Um, some people and just and just connect with some other people. Um, Maria, what is the best way as a leader to invest in people? What would that be? So from my experience working um, back, I started my career back in a big city hall in Russia early in life when I was in my 20s. And um, I quickly learned I was one of the youngest um, doing being an executive assistant to the mayor and the first deputy that um, connecting and really listening mm. are the vital skills that a person starting a leadership journey or any journey in the career path should have. Having the ability to listen and the teachability is just so important. When you listen, you hear what you know is being said, and you take the messages and you learn from them. So having the teachability and open mind helped me tremendously. And when I uh, moved here to the U.S. and started working with students um, in a supervisor capacity, um, listening to them and then empowering them was vital in my success as just a supervisor as I started connecting with students. So giving them assignments and empowering them and then following up and doing this sort of mentorship, you know, little mentorship where you watch how they do it and then you critique a little bit and then just giving them the sense of their own responsibility, that empowerment. Mm. And they they seem to have enjoyed um, working on my team and, you know, just giving them little assignments at a time and making them more and more complicated. Um, been very enjoyable for me. And I think um, those who worked with me enjoyed it as well. It's too bad wow. that it's short time because they usually graduate four years and then they go, yeah. you know, into yes. the big wide world. But it's been a very joyful and Great experience in my case. Empowering them, empower them. Adeko, did you want to, to, to chime in into that? Well, I, I just want to salute uh, Maria for, for that, you know, because, you know, when she talked about listening and being also able to connect, you know, because yes. uh, John talks about, you know, everyone communicates, few connect, you know. Um, uh, there's, you know, what, what strikes me is um, uh, Maria is a very deep person. You know, I learned something on a podcast yesterday about the three V's of communication. You know, you have to visualize, vocalize, verbalize. You know, uh, she she already okay, knew. Okay, okay. Yes. Do you want to repeat the three V's now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're always learning. You know, good stuff. You know, you have to visualize, vocalize, yes, and verbalize. All right. and, and and that's what Maria did. You know, she she knew where she was headed to. She had clarity about the message she wanted to communicate, and uh, she had it in a in a mind. Now, how was she going to take that message and pass it across to the students? You know, so uh, the students she was supervising. So, not just visualizing it. What she now did was that she had to communicate it in a way that you know will resonate. So. She earned the trust and the respect of the students. All right, uh, yes. she became a relatable person. Okay, mm -hmm. and that was she was vocalizing it, speaking it, and also reassuring them that this is the path. You know, so um, then when she vocalized it, what she also did was that she she stayed engaged. You know, she was part of their growth. She yes. was like she was like a mentor. 
you know so she wasn't like dumping the message on them she was receiving feedback so it was it was a two-way two-way communication yeah so visualize vocalize and verbalize yeah building strength leadership this is yeah. so beautiful Adego, okay yeah. tell us about uh building strengths based teams mm. how does this work and how vital is this well you know I, i'm a product of so many learnings you know um uh when i look at zig ziglar i attended this course in uh, dallas in 2014 it's called the legacy training yes. and there's something called the bicycle strategy you can't give what you don't have you know uh there are different uh spokes on the tire but yes. you know in your life you have the personal you have the physical spiritual financial you know uh career and so on and so forth and so uh on on each on each the kpis on each one you have to continue to grow grow your your um your understanding and your knowledge for example uh if you are someone who has a lifestyle of you know maybe you do exercise you're also building your strength you know but if you are good uh, mentally uh you are good financially but you don't have a good lifestyle in terms of your diet in terms of your exercise you don't have that you know and that one is really on a two level it affects mm -hmm. the other ones so while you're trying to build strength you are building strength in so you know all the spokes you know so so your tire is properly aligned if your yeah. tire is not properly aligned the tire will be out of shape and so wow. it's not moving smoothly you know so it's like That's a governor strategy yeah yeah so it has to be like an apple so it is rolling properly or like an orange so how does this how does this relate to building teams now when you build your strength and that's why i'm saying that if you build your strength well then you can build teams because wow. if you show up as a leader and you are not well rounded what you just be giving you know negative vibes all right so one like you said uh strengths um your your um the concept of your of your show is about building one person at a time yes, now sir. When, yes. yes yeah so when you empower one person that one person also becomes you know an advocate it becomes there's a multiplier effect all right yes. so the first thing you need it still talks about self awareness build yourself first self leadership self coaching then you're able to build a team now okay. what happens is that when you get into that mode of empowering one person it becomes like um it becomes like uh, a domino effect yes. for example I, i i never had no anyone to lead for a very long time because one I wasn't self aware. So but when I started building, you know, I built my strength and I started one person at a time. So it became like a movement. So yes. so if I can use the the uh the acronym of uh John Lead, you know, yes. you, you learn, you equip, you apply and you develop. Learn, equip, apply, develop. So you have to learn first which is build up yourself, all right? You equip others which is your team what you've learned don't keep it to yourself look for others to share with all right okay now also those people as well they apply it in their lives and you are, you know it, there's application because wow. equipping without application is a challenge yes. now when you do that you now develop more people so yes. that's 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 the acronym i want to use yeah thanks wow thank you thank you thank you yeah. maria we are still on building strengths based teams because um sometimes like 
teams become toxic. How do we get from the excitement from the beginning of when people are being hired to, oh, months later, it's so toxic and I can't just do this no more. I need to find another space, not because I don't like my job, but because this environment is, is toxic. Um, tell us a little bit about your thoughts on strengths-based leadership, because John tells us everything rises and falls on leadership, ma'am. Yes. Sure, absolutely. Thank you. This is a really good question. I think it goes really deeply rooted into the culture, Ooh. and sometimes culture within the organization takes a long time to build and keep it in the sustainable mode to yes. avoid the toxicity and yes. keep it in a positive, um, you know, general like environment. Mm -hmm. um, specifically, like I recently witnessed, I was facilitating several change of world tables, including um, my former colleagues. And um, many organizations around the world are facing this great resignation trend, right? Mm -hmm. People leaving, new people coming in, new people onboarding. It takes a while to rebuild that structure, not rebuild, but get the new um, people acquainted and completely acclimated, just like a plant, right? If, if I move my plant from here into another soil, it takes a while for that plant to reacclimate and make sure that it grows and it becomes a thriving, uh, happy plant blooming and um, growing vigorously. And the same with new employees. So those people that participated in my change of world table, several actually um, gave the testimonials after that, how important for them was to have that sense of community and engagement, being and staying engaged. Yes. So after COVID especially, and I don't want to say that word because mm -hmm. I think we're all kind of sick and tired of hearing it, <laughs> but um, after certain you know uh, conditions we were all in all over the world for the past two years, it's hard for leaders in the organizations to sustain that culture, and especially with new mem members coming on board, it's hard to uh, find that fine balance where the new people would feel equally engaged, um, mm -hmm. maybe validated, empowered, equipped. So it's important for the leader to identify how to keep all the people, all the team members on the team engaged, uh, identify their strengths. And okay. it starts with the leader personally. Nice. Again, it goes nice. back to that self-awareness. The leader needs to be consistently self-aware, like, okay, see what's happening right now. Who needs more attention, maybe? Who needs mm. more of my attention? Who needs more mentoring? Who needs to be listened to? If there is a person who you see is unhappy, maybe there are reasons why they're not happy. Yes. So having that dialogue and open communication channels and making sure everybody is like all hands on deck, everybody is equally engaged, involved, feels valued, feels listened to, this is important because I think when the conditions by the leader are created in the right um, balance, the plant overall, the culture and the organization will start blooming vigorously. And it's wow. the job of the leader to make sure that that balance and that condition, those conditions are watched and monitored and um, fertilized in the right way. If there is yes. a, need, a need for something else, the leader is the one who should make sure and identify and it comes with a leader yes it's the self-awareness that he is a gardener should be watching how the garden is growing 
Hmm. Hmm. And I like how you talk about the garden because in my brain right now, I'm just seeing um, a garden where the leader is, is actually the leader has already planted the values that the leader wants to see in the organization and is watering. That's the picture that just came to my mind. The leader is watering the, 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 the values and, and, and when those values begin to blossom and bloom, yeah. Beautiful oh, things happen, right? Beautiful <laughs> things happen sweatlessly. Beautiful things happen. And everybody's like, would be like, how, how, how did this happen? Yeah. Somebody became self-aware and somebody put themselves to work. Yes. And sometimes, you know, just like um, my friend just gave an analogy with a bicycle. I actually have a quote here on about the bicycle as well. Um, Life is like a 10 speed bike most of us have gears that we don't use wow. and it was said by charles schultz and the same with us or anyone or a leader the leader might have there are some people that get stuck in their position and they mm. become positional leaders mm. so they they have all those gears but they stop using no unison yeah yes because they're just i'm i've arrived i'm in the big position i don't need to use all my gears anymore so therefore Ooh their identification process <laughs> as a leader becomes weaker wow. and they don't see the potential in those that are around them. Yes. Wow. Yes. Oh, awesome. that, brings me, that brings me to this, to this uh, quote. Um, I, I don't know exactly who said it, but someone said there is no such thing as a well, as well-rounded individuals. Are they okay? There is no such thing as well-rounded individuals. You can only have well-rounded teams. Wow. 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 Do you yeah. agree with that? Are they okay? Yeah. I, I think it's, so, it's it's so important you know the 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 influence or the impact of a leader is can only be felt through the teams to through the team members you know and that's wait, why everything wait, yeah wait stop can you say that again the influence of the of a leader can, can only, can only be, be can can only be seen or felt through the team members wow 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 so if yeah. I want to know if I am successful, I shouldn't look at myself and begin to give myself pats on the back. I should yeah. look at my team members and how yeah. well they are faring. Yeah, that's right. Because that is a true measure of my success. That's right. Oh my goodness, tell us more. Yeah, because, um, you know, sometimes leaders can become so detached from reality. You know, mm. uh, you, you play too and you know you get to a level where you know you begin to give yourself all the accolades and um you know you see more of uh yourself than see more of others mm. when a leader sees less of others then the leader begins to play too you know um you need to see yourself through your the lenses of your people push them you know you want to bring out the potentials and yeah. the more you do that, the better you become. You are an autopilot. So you are not really, um, you know, uh, the leader that is uh, get pushing people. You are a leader that is transformational. All right? Um, there's a difference between being a transactional leader and a transformational leader. A transactional leader just wants to get all the accolades. A transformational leader wants the accolades to be on the team members. And once the team members are pushing, you know, I mean, the best teams in the world, whether it's football or, you know, uh, basketball, 
the coach gets the accolade because the team members are pushing. You know, they, they, they're getting the ball into the net, the hoops, all that, you know. So, yeah, it's all about your team members. It's not just about you. It's all about your team members. Yeah. <sighs> this is getting so good. And I'm thinking somebody might have a question somewhere. Hmm. And when we come back, we'll be taking your questions. For your corporate and personal needs. Leaders World Institute. Changing lives. One leader at a time. Well, 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 this is the Leaders World brought to you by Leaders World Institute. And I am here with Adegoke and um, Maria is also here. And what are we talking about? We are talking strengths, leadership, strengths, leadership. We are ready to take your questions. If you have questions, you can put them in the chat. We are going to see those questions. Um, but for right now, just to be sure that you're really engaged with us, you can just put in the chat hashtag strengths leadership. Hashtag strengths leadership. Let's know you're there. Engage with us. We're talking strengths leadership. Sometimes we find ourselves in environments where um, we have a certain level of self-awareness and maybe, maybe our leader isn't just there yet. Is it possible to lead up, Maria? Is it possible to lead up? Uh, absolutely. It's very possible. Um, as long as you don't, uh, some, you know, like certain organizations have the hierarchy, right? There is a position in you, for instance, you're a staff member and there is this, the boss above you and then another boss and another boss. It's possible to just continuously add value and help. And when you, John Maxwell identifies leadership as influence, nothing mm -hmm. more, nothing less. So it doesn't have to be just positional leadership. You Wait, can continuously can you say the thing about John Maxwell again, please. Yeah, he identifies leadership as influence, and we all have influence. We can wow. we have influence in our neighborhoods with our neighbors, mm. just because we help them or talk about you know certain things or just because we we do have influence, and it doesn't have to be the positional. Like it doesn't have to be just like I'm in a certain position, and this is where I am, and therefore I cannot do anything beyond. Hmm. You can always add value to people around you, and you don't have to be a, you know, a, you don't have to have a certain position or a certain title. It just starts with us. When you have a pure heart of serving and adding value, that's how you establish your leadership your influence and um, say for instance if a person is in a position of a, I don't know uh, maybe a maintenance person who comes and cleans the floors and does maintenance right make sure everything runs right yes. but adding value to uh, somebody who is above just mm -hmm. even giving advice or just coming with a pure heart and best intentions and um, giving some good advice about certain things that's how you build your influence and people see it in you and people mm -hmm come and ask you for advice in the future will start coming when you have this pure intention of adding value. So that's mm. how I look at it. Mm. And, you know, at some point I came to realize that um, adding value is not just what you do, is an awareness that you become. Yes. It's a mindset that you become. 
so that it's not specific things that you have to do. It's sometimes just a presence that you bring that is the value that's needed. Sometimes it's it's maybe just a smile. That's the value that Adegoke wants to tell us something. Go ahead, sir. Honestly, you know, I learned something yesterday as well that, you know, um, a smile, it doesn't cost you anything, but it gets you so much, you know, um, that you find that people that smile, you know, even in communicating, um, they go very far. You know, a smile makes you attract a lot of attention. It makes you um, get gain the trust of your followers. It makes you um, also someone that becomes a person that people want to listen to and also speak to. You know, for many years, I, I was always frowning because I, you know, <laughs> you know, because I wasn't self-aware and things were not really moving. You were always and, frowning. Yeah, because things were not working out, you know, so because I wasn't self-aware, you know, and I always saw that other people were getting attention. You know, yeah. I'm laughing because, hey, that makes me feel more comfortable because mine wasn't just frowning. I was actually a depressed child. I grew up what? as a very depressed child. Yes. Wow. Because I lost my mom as a child growing up and all, all that goes with that stuff. You know, my father wasn't really in my life, though he was very much alive. And all of that, mm, I, like I had this straight, dangerous face. <laughs> wow. 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 And John, you know, I mean, I, I can I can connect with what John said, you know, several years ago. I think through one of his books, you know, that you know your smile, you know, it's you don't you know, you don't have to pay for it, but it mm. makes your face very pleasant. Mm. It makes people notice you, and um, you know, when you smile, the world smiles at you. Mm. When you frown, the world frowns at you. Mm. You know, when you look at people, uh, their Facebook uh, photo or their profile and this the um you know the survey was done and you see someone frowning on the facebook profile most of the friends are also people that frown <laughs> <laughs> isn't that interesting honestly isn't you can do your so research it's like the law of attraction and yeah. we just attract who we are that's right Oh, wow. Thank you for sharing that. So we can actually lead up no matter where we are, because leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. We don't have to have titles. It's about self-awareness, knowing yeah. who you are, knowing what you bring and bringing it and bringing it. So um, now what key strengths must a leader possess and how can that leader develop those trends are they okay what key strengths must a leader possess and how can the leader develop those qualities well there's so many strengths you know like i just want to use myself as an example um you know uh during the year uh, early in the year I, I just received some clarity as to what i should do three c's mm. and i call them um you know consistency um you know Clarity and collaboration. Mm. Or should I say clarity, consistency, and collaboration? Just three. I don't want to go into too many. If yes. I'm clear about where I'm headed to, uh, it also helps the people in my team to get um, momentum as well. Mm. And I also have to be consistent 
Mm -hmm. uh, because what happens is a lot of uh, leaders, uh, some leaders rather, I don't want to say a lot, some leaders are not consistent. Today you see them show up, um, tomorrow you don't see them. Mm -hmm. And that that takes a lot of energy out of their out of their uh, movement. Yes. Um, so, and you know, just like, you know, um, this your program, if you do it so well and you stop doing it in another six months and you want to come back again, you will lose traction. I've yeah. been having my podcast, uh, Leadership Talk with Adegoke, since August 15, 2020. Hmm. And I've been doing it every week, every wow. Sunday. In yeah. fact, even the next session has been programmed for, for the next two hours. I mean, people are going to be watching live all over the world. Wow. It's on Facebook. Yeah. So whether I'm sleeping or I'm... Clarity, eating, consistency, collaboration. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. So the third one is collaboration. I don't show mm. up alone. I mm. show up with others. Wow. You know, I've had the podcast is an interview based. I've had people from uh, Spain, you know, everywhere in the world, you know. Yeah. And so, I mean, so con clarity, consistency and collaboration. So that's for so me. Yeah. Thank, thank you so much, Maria. Did you want to chime in into the strengths that leaders must possess and how to develop those? Yeah, I, I want to add some. These are really great ones, but I pointed for myself um, that I always go by. There, I, I have five. And yes. there's self-awareness, as we talked earlier. Yes. A leader has to be self-aware because you can't give what you don't have. So yeah. you need to be aware of what you're lacking or where you are in order to add value and serve others around you. Um, self-image, having a positive self-image is very important. Just watching your thoughts, guiding your mindset, what what you think about, you bring about. So you yes. have, have that strong, positive mindset. Um, self-honesty, it's very mm. important for the leader to be integrous and the yes. integrity level has to be always guarded and watched. Self-improvement, you always mm. are, you should be always willing to grow um, as a leader, because again, you won't be able to give more to others if you don't um, grow yourself. Yes. And then self-responsibility. I always think it's a leader's responsibility not to blame others, not to, if something didn't work right, you got to look from within and see why it didn't work right or how can you improve, not put the blame like, oh, it didn't work right because so-and-so and my team, you know, didn't do good. So these five um, five qualities are very important. Again, it's self-awareness, self-honesty, self-image, self-responsibility, and self-improvement. Awesome. You know, because you said those, Maria, I'd like us to delve into um, a personal branding. We're talking about strengths leadership. Can we talk a bit about personal branding? How does it happen and Oh, are they okay? Um, we are looking at personal branding. You know, mm. Maria just opened us up into something. She talked about self-awareness, self-image, self-honesty, self-improvement, self-responsibility, self, self, self. Okay. <laughs> Let's look a little bit into personal branding. What is personal branding and how is this um, vital in the leadership space? Are they okay? Awesome. That's good. It's a great question. I love that question. Um, yeah, well, I think personal brand is who you are, you know, and what you're trying to communicate, what you're trying to convey to your audience, you know. Um, you see, the truth of the matter is that, you know, we all have a message. We all have an identity, you know, which is unique and authentic to us. And so many people out there just, just they, they love something fresh, something authentic. 
Now you have to package it in such a way that it can resonate with your audience. I remember when I started leadership talk with Adigoke, um, you know, the show was just going on and, you know, for, for months and it didn't have a name. And one of my colleagues uh, on the John Maxwell team said, look, why don't you just give this program a name, you know? And immediately I gave it a name, you know, leadership talk with Adigoke. Eventually became the name of my podcast. Uh, so, um, you know, we did the, uh, uh, the cover of the podcast and all that. Then the next thing was like, oh, so what do I do? Um, now that is, is now a brand, how do I project it? So I, I got someone who made a shirt for me. I'm not wearing it today, but, uh, you know, because I'm on your show, you know. Bring the so shirt, they, they... bring the shirt, bring the shirt. <laughs> so, you're coming next time and you're bringing the shirt. You yeah. So uh, the shirt, uh, the, it, it has leadership talk with Adigoke. I wear it everywhere I go right now. Um, you know, I wear it, you know, if you call me to come and speak, you know, so the shirt has leadership talk with Adigoke. I have a mug on my show. Um, so that's now translated on my show. I now have um, I have a sponsor uh, for my podcast, you know, wow. which is, so I get paid for that, you know. So so, uh, so you, you find that that's, just that, you know, it has now become a brand, you know, so it's not just about Goke anymore, it's leadership talk with Adigoke, we have the shed, we have the cup, we have the um, the logo is, you know, so, but and I have the hashtag. with you as a person. Yeah, so the hashtag, you know, so once you just type in leadership talk with Adigoke, it goes viral, you know, mm -hmm. you see, so I, I, mean, I enter offices and say, oh, you know, what is this leadership topic? I said, yeah, that's my podcast. So I, I don't just go in there. I go in there with, you know, communicating that brand, you know, that message. Wow, 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 yeah. wow. Tell yeah. us, Maria, you are the CEO of Step Up and Thrive. Tell us about personal branding and how relevant is this in the leadership space? Yeah, so, well, I want to start with saying that I'm fairly new because I just started my company three months ago, so I'm still learning. I don't really have really lots of um, insight into that, uh, but I would love to share what I learned. Yes. So, um, of course, branding is all about your voice, your um, true, unique, authentic voice and your input and impact that you can bring to the table. So it's important to brand yourself according to those core values or your true voice that you want to bring into the world and how you want to connect with people that you want to serve. So for this to happen, you need to have your logo, your maybe motto, your mission statement, what you do, why you do. Uh, I think why question has always been important in my life. So asking yourself why say why your company does what it does and why you want to serve serve people and who do you want to serve so all this is connected with your branding how you're positioning yourself in the world how who do you want to who is your niche who do you want to connect with who do you want to serve wow. and um that's that's important and i'm still learning i'm going i don't have a podcast i would love to be more um you know collaborate with more people in the world wow wow 
So, Maria, I'll be inviting you to my pot to my Woo! podcast as well. All right. This is what we're talking about. Yeah. This yeah. is what we talk. Hey, you know, um, um, one of the uh, shows that we had, uh, one of the the guests was talking about his book and how he was hoping to have um people like get his book in the market in other places in the world. And one of our listeners wrote to me and said, hey, if you don't mind, I, I am willing to help. I, I want to help him get his books out here in this place and this place and this place. I was like, so I sent him the message. I said, um, this is what one of the listeners is saying. He said, this is the type of partnership we're talking about. <laughs> and we were both so excited. Yay. So, okay. I get excited like that. All right. So that's, that's it's okay. <laughs> all right. So we're talking about core values. Maria talked about core values and your true voice that you're bringing into the world. Mm. Your true voice that you're bringing into the world and how you reflect those core values. We barely mm. have about six more minutes, you know. This this is usually not my favorite time of this podcast or broadcast or show because we are drawing down to a close. <laughs> Went by fast. <laughs> I mean, when you have a day okay in the room and you have Maria in the room, seems like an explosion already. Mm-hmm. So, what are you most intentional about a day okay in your life? What are what? you most intentional about? Well, I'm just intentional about showing up. Showing up. Yeah. I, I don't want to be uh, I don't want to be missing in action, you know. Um I've lost so much time, you know, in the past, not showing up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I realized that it didn't do me any good. The more I show up, the more value I bring into the space. What the do more you mean by showing up, I think, okay? When I say show up, um, it means showing up intentionally and living a life of significance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to show up in people's stories. Okay. I want to be part of people's journey. Uh, just like I told Maria right now, I just want her to come on my podcast. You know, okay. I want to show up in a story. Yes. Um, I'm showing up in your story. Yes. Um, I'm showing up. So every day I'm showing up. Well, I'm showing up. Okay. Somebody might be listening to you and they're thinking, I'd like to show up like a day, okay? Yeah. How do you start this whole showing up thing? Yeah, it starts from self-awareness. You know, I realized that my life was not just meant to be uh just i wasn't meant to just be uh dormant you know uh i'm meant to i'm i'm there's so much there's so much on my inside that i need to share with the world you know i, I need to live a life of legacy you know so yeah to develop yourself did that push yeah. you i know you've been collaborating and learning from yeah. others yeah. um did that push you to read books and um yeah all that stuff yeah because you see you can't give what you don't have you know you have mm. to be a student you know all your life when you want to show up learning new stuff because um <laughs> the, the challenge with some people is they show up and they run out of ideas you know so yeah so you have to be learning from people. You want to people. show up and run out of gas. You want to yeah, so, show up maxed out and deliver yeah. and still yeah. have more than enough for the next session. 
Yeah, so you have to be willing to learn even from people that are younger than you, people that are newer in the they are new in the market. Yes. So don't don't take it for granted that you show up and you continue to show up. Learn from other people. You need people wow. to push you. You know, even if you're doing so well, the best the best leaders in the world. John John for John to show up, he shows up through us. We are showing up, and John is showing up. We we're John Maxwell Maxwell leadership members. You know. The more we show up, the more John is showing up. So, yes, yeah, it's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yes, it's a win-win. Okay, all right, we just let the secret out. We are all certified with the John Maxwell team. <laughs> we just let the secret out. So if you're interested in this type of connection, you can reach out to us. I'll put um, Adegoke's website in the chat, and I'll also put Maria's um, information in the chat. You can reach out Thank to you. any of us. We can hook you up. We can help you connect you to um, what the streams we are drinking from. And hey, at Leaders World Institute, we offer training and we offer coaching. We are here to help. Maria, what are you most intentional about? So I um, go by one of um, my mentors in um, John Maxwell team gave this great advice that I actually printed out and it's six simple questions and I have it in my kitchen every morning when I start with my morning routine. I look at these questions and I do this quick self-assessment. It's like my checkbox and I'm going to name you these questions now. Question number one, I ask myself, what do I need to do today? Number two. What do I need? Who do I need to call? Three, what, who do I need? What do I need to read today? Four, what do I need to listen to today? So what am I feeding my mind with like books and listening? What do I, what am I looking for? Number five and number six, what am I going to do for fun today? Wait, Maria, where have you posted those questions? Because I need to post those questions somewhere. I posted <laughs> right on my cupboard, right in the kitchen, yes. by my coffee machine. Yes. When I go do coffee and just start my morning routine, I look at the questions, they're there, and it just became so embedded in my daily yes. ritual that I just look, and while I'm doing, getting the day started and going through the hassle of things, I'm thinking about all this and like <sighs> setting up the intention for the day, and that's mm. been so beneficial. I highly recommend to just do this self-check. It's very, Definitely. very that's, effective. That's, that's my number one action point. I'm, I'm going with that. Uh, thank you so much for sharing. Um, the other question is, what experiences have helped you believe more in your ability to make a difference at Ego okay? What experiences have helped you believe more in your ability to make a difference? Well, I mean, um, when I realized that, uh, you know, I wasn't meant to be a failure. Things started happening. And became, when I became self-aware, mm -hmm. uh, I wrote my first book. That was 12 years ago, Customer Retention and Experiential Approach. Yes. And, um, you know, now we've had the fourth reprint, like the fourth edition. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a blessing to so many people. Uh, it's helped them to grow their business. And um, that really, really changed the narrative for me. Because, I, I, you know, before then, I usually thought I, you know, I didn't have much. Mm -hmm. So people come back to me and say, wow, thank you for your book. That book was life changing. And so it's, it's yeah, that was a shift. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. We know Adegoke is having um, a podcast very, very soon. You're all invited to uh, log in and watch. It's going to be on Facebook Live in a couple yeah. of minutes. And Maria, Maria is going to be having a virtual workshop, which is connecting beyond words. Maria, do you want to tell us about it a little bit? 
Yeah, so in my workshop, I will be sharing some tips. We can all communicate, but not everybody connects. How, mm. how can you connect effectively in this world of uh, basically zero human connection? Because we're all in this virtual world. So it's important to kind of identify those main key points, how we can communicate effectively, not just beyond words and connect with people around us. And uh, I will share some connecting principles and connecting practices. And it's going to be um, about probably 45 minute workshop. I will share the landing page. Maybe Susan, would it be good in the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or That's should I share it with you? Yeah. yeah. The registration just and for you the... know you can actually put it in the comments right now if you're able to. Um, uh, I will do it, it otherwise later. Otherwise, I can yeah. do that for you later on. Yeah. Um, okay. I think, okay, we are at the top of the hour. People came here to listen to you. They are going to listen after now on our podcast, on the YouTube, on LinkedIn, and in other places. Your last words to them. My last word is if you're out there and you desire to be a person of impact, I want you to be clear. I want you to be consistent and I also want you to collaborate. Maria, your last words to our audiences. Uh, I would like to share my main motto, um, do it now. Life is too short to delay. Life is too short to stay in your comfort zone and be afraid of doing something that you haven't done before. You need to stretch and just Pass that fear zone and you will be amazed to see what's awaiting for you on the other side of your fear. And I would encourage you to just do it now. Well, you heard it. Gain clarity. Be consistent. Collaborate. Go ahead and do it now and we'll see you. For your corporate and personal needs, Leaders World Institute, changing lives, one leader at a time.